Welcome to the Bible Conversation Podcast with Chris, Dan, and Dylan. Let's have a conversation. Welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. Uh, This week, you guys get me, and I am excited to bring you a little story, really a story about a hymn, a hymn that uh, you have probably sung countless times in your life. Uh, What a friend we have in Jesus. Uh, So I'll go ahead and talk about the the verses here real quick. Uh, You know, verse 1 talks about how we have our sins and griefs to bear and what a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. Uh, What peace we often forfeit or what needless pain we bear, all because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Verse 2, have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Can we find a friend so faithful who will all our sorrow share? Jesus knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. And then verse 3, last verse here, are we weak and heavy laden, cumbered with a load of care? Precious Savior, still our refuge. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do thy friends despise, forsake thee? Take it to the Lord in prayer. In his arms he'll take and shield thee. Thou wilt find a solace there. See, this song, this hymn, was originally written as a poem. It was written as a poem uh, to, to a, a man's mother. And I want to tell the story of this song. So typically, at least when I think of hymns, I, I think of them as being American, uh, which which is kind of comical because I, I really, the more that I have uh, researched and found out, I don't know that most of our hymns are <laughs> American in origin, but this one is specifically is not. In fact, this hymn was written by an Irish man who lived in Canada, and his name was Joseph Scriven. He was born in 1819. This is 202 years ago now uh, he was born. Uh, he was born into a pretty wealthy Irish family. In fact, his father was a, uh, a captain in the British Royal Navy, and he went to uh, Dublin uh, in order to go to school. He went to Trinity University. He graduated in 1842, and he really wanted to follow in the footsteps of his father. You know, he's, he's 23 years old by the time he graduates, and he wants to be a military man, but uh, his poor health did not allow that. And, you know, I, I could never find out exactly what his health issues were. Uh, so if you know, uh, please let us know. You know send us an email and, and tell me. I'd, I'd love to hear uh, if you're aware. But uh, he he couldn't become a part of the Navy. He couldn't be car- become a part of the Army. And so he became a teacher. And as he's teaching, you know, just living his life, he, he finds a woman and he falls in love with her. And uh, I, I also could not find the name of this woman, but uh, but they, they had planned to settle down. They had planned to get married. They were engaged. And the day before the wedding, she's going out to see him. She's going out to talk with him and spend some time with him and uh, probably talk about the coming day, the big day, you know, the wedding day. And on the way, her, uh, her horse uh, sees something in the side of the road and, and, and gets scared, you know, and jumps to the side and off she flies. And she hits her head on a rock in the river and, and, and she passes out and she drowns in the river there just a day before the wedding. And, you know, it's awful. It's terrible. And Joseph Scriven is, is, he's beaten down by this. But he does a couple of things. One, he puts his hope and his faith and his trust in God. And he decides that he's going to grow closer to Jesus through this tragedy. And secondly, he moves. He moves to Canada. Uh, he, he needed a, 
a change of pace. He needed a change of scenery. He couldn't bear to be in his homeland knowing that that's where he lost uh, his his uh, fiance. And so he moves to a, a place called uh, Port Hope, Ireland, or excuse me, Port Hope, Canada. It's, it's in Ontario. And he kind of makes it his goal to help out the people there, uh, to do whatever he can. You know, he's He's got lots of money. You know, he's the, the son of a, a wealthy, uh, wealthy military man. And so he goes and he starts helping these people. And, and uh, one of the people that he helps is actually a, a man who's got a, he's got a young son. And uh, this man uh, who's got the son, you know, he's tutoring this kid. And uh, this man has a niece. And uh, name of the woman, name of the niece is uh, Eliza Rice. And Joseph Scriven sees this woman. And begins to fall in love with her, and man, just a just a tragic story. Because three weeks prior to their wedding, she passes away due to pneumonia. Just a few weeks before their marriage, and so now Joseph Scriven, really at the age of about twenty-five, maybe twenty-six, has lost two fiancés just days before they were going to be married. And that's so, so sad. But what he does at this point is he decides to take a vow of poverty. And he takes the vow of poverty so that he can serve others around him. And, and there's actually a story of two men standing on a, a street corner. And one of them reaches out and says, hey, do you know that guy? I, I want what he's got. I want to have his joy. I want to be happy like he is. You know, and Joseph at this point is just walking down the street. I'm assuming he's smiling, you know, and carrying, uh, carrying some logs and uh, the man says, you know, may- maybe I can get him to come over and-, and cut some of my trees. Well, the man next to him says, yeah, he's not going to do that. He's not going to cut your trees down. He's not going to cut your logs for you. You see, he only helps those who cannot help themselves. He only does good for those, does things for people that they can't do for themselves, and he doesn't take any payment. He doesn't accept anything in return. So he helps those who are unable to help themselves. And, you know, as I think about that, I think of, of James, uh, the, the book of James, and how we are to, uh, pure and undefiled religion is this, you know, to, um, to, to help the widows and the orphans in their affliction. And think of how just so applicable that is to what Joseph Scriven has done. You see, I, I don't know exactly uh, Joseph Scriven's belief system. I don't know exactly uh, everything that... Uh, that he believes, but I do know, I do know for a fact that his legacy is one of charity. His legacy is one of love. And, you know, the verse I was referencing earlier comes from the, like I said, the book of James in chapter one, uh, really verse 27. Uh, Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Well, orphans and widows are both people who don't really have uh, much to give. True widows, right? True widows and true orphans, they, they don't have anything. They don't have anything to give. And, and so when we give to them, when we take care of them, we're taking care of someone who can't give us anything back. So what I want to do is I want to encourage you, the listener, to do something. Uh, I want to encourage you to, to find a song, to find a hymn, and to figure out its story. And once you've figured out the hymn story, I want you to share it with somebody. Now, there's just a little bit more to this hymn that I want to share with you before, uh, before I say goodbye. You see, Joseph Scriven had moved from Ireland to Canada, 
But his parents, his family, still lived in Ireland. And a letter came to Joseph one day that his mother was ill, very ill. And Joseph, having now taken a vow of poverty, did not have the finances, did not have the money to make it all the way back to Ireland in order to, to see her one more time. And so what he did is he sat down and he wrote this poem. He wrote these lines. And he did this in such a way that it was going to encourage his mother. See, these lyrics, these verses, these stanzas, these words were only meant for his mother. And as his friend later in life, he had a friend that came over to, to, to check on him, to take care of him, uh, to see how he was doing. And his um, friend saw these, these lyrics on his desk and asked about them. And eventually, those lyrics got out to song form, and, and now they are sung uh, around the world, around the world with, with brothers and sisters in Christ. And there's such an encouragement to so many. You know, what a friend we have in Jesus. Isn't that just the truth, though? What a friend we have in Jesus. So, again, what I want you to do I want you to research a hymn. I want you to research that hymn, and I want you to share it with somebody who you know. Share it with somebody uh, who you love. Share it with somebody who you don't know. But go out and share the story of a hymn with somebody. And while you do that, send us the story that you found. Let us know what it is that you found out during your research. Because here at Bible Conversations, we love to learn. When We love to learn more about about the people who have been impacted by God. We love to learn more about God. We, we, learn, we love to learn. And so go out and do that. You know, we, we want to start conversations about the Bible. We want to start conversations about God. And we want to start conversations about Jesus. And I think one of the crucial ways that we can do that is through song. I hope that you've been encouraged by this lesson, by this message, and uh, encourage you to go out to share the good news that we do have a friend in Jesus. And Jesus has called us friend if we follow his commandments. We love you. We cannot wait until the next time that we get to talk to you and hear from you. Uh, Please listen just a little bit longer as you uh, can find out how you can best help us and, and reach out to us. God bless. Thank you so much for listening to the Bible Conversations podcast. I want to tell you about a couple of ways in which you can be involved or help us out. You can like us on Facebook and share our posts. You can send us an email at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You can even leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We're also partnering with Ministry League. This is a wonderful app full of so many different resources to help you grow your faith. We love you all. Now let's go start a conversation.